0: This is Kat's podcast episode number 10, and it's a solo show from me, Kat, and I'm about to share ways that help me in these uncertain times, five ways that help me to calm down and create headspace and really anchor myself in these turbulent times. So if you long for more solace or stability or inner certainty as this outer world is kind of crumbling um this might be for you and just to give you an impression of where i am now it's i'm in new zealand and it's lockdown day number 7 here sun's shining outside um we have a garden around so that's perfect and i'm actually in a in quite a good space today in quite a calm space but That wasn't always the case over the past 14 days. And that's also not the place where this podcast episode is born. This episode is born really out of the vulnerability and the uncertainty. And that's why I hope that it will be helpful for you or for anyone in a similar situation. So the past 10 days, 14 days... I mean ten days, but it actually feels like a month or more. <laughs> I don't know, there's this weird acceleration of time happening. I'm sure you feel something like that as well. It was for me it was like a roller coaster of emotions. So one moment I would be perfectly relaxed and calm and then the other moment I'd be anxious and confused and not knowing what to do or what to think and talking to friends and connections all over the world I get the same vibe it's this up and down back and forth and like you're feeling okay one moment and then not okay the other and you're at ease and really confident and then all of a sudden you're nervous and unfocused and it it really seems like we're all struggling with this we're just trying to get our you know get some sense out of it of, out of this surreal situation and wrapping our heads around it and just trying our best um, to find a way through this confusion really. It seems like all of a sudden this there's this huge uncertainty and there's plans cancelled and ideas of the future kind of shattered and life and decision-making is steeped in this uncertainty really. So for me it was, or for us here, it was a lot about making a decision. Oh, do we go back home early, back home to Europe, or do we stay in New Zealand? And thinking about that, um, so it would be like staying for an unknown period of time and you would try and make your mind up and having options like having so many variables on either side of the options and everything changed so fast like basically every few hours you had like totally new informations and the whole situation changed so you basically made a decision and the next minute it was already gone so um That, well, that was really the first time that I felt in this, like in an unknown space or unknown terrain, like a a space of uncertainty I've, I've never been in and playing with so many variables and you can only gather so much information, like only up to a certain point and then it basically comes down to a gut decision, a rational decision, it's not possible and So yeah that was a whole new whole new situation for me and dealing with that I think that can be can be a hard one and it's quite challenging for I guess for all of us or for a lot of us and looking at it to me it seems that there's this huge momentum of uncertainty or a momentum of anxiousness and fear of the unknown but this is paired with Our individual emotions and situations we're dealing with so for example for me for a few days there was this huge sadness that I have to leave in that like on a short notice and I have to leave the country that I love so much behind without properly saying goodbye and not knowing when I will be able to come back and I'm sure you have like your stuff going on Your things in in daily life or the plans that didn't work out now and that all comes together or it all comes on top of this surreal situation really creating this whole new tense situation we're all in and it can be really hard to deal with that without going you know crazy or hyperventilating and that's why I think and, um, and I feel it's so essential to have tools and the right mindset at hand to deal with it. So we can navigate sanely and empowered through these times. Um, and I mentioned decision making before. Um, these tools are also super helpful to create the needed calmness and the headspace to actually make gut decisions, to create that space, space to make these decisions. So yeah, um, and the following, I'll, I'll give you my five, I guess, top five ways to deal with all of that. So, here's what helps me to really calm down and soothe my nervous system to create the needed headspace, and. To really anchor myself into myself and into a greater space of solace and stability and inner certainty really. So the first thing or the first way is my morning breathing and meditation. A lot of you probably know that I'm a huge fan of a morning routine but This is really one element or one special part of my morning routine that really became the absolute rock in these turbulent times. So there were mornings when I would wake up like with a scattered mind and a fast beating heart and breathing and meditation really helped me come back to myself and just start into the day from a place of more positivity, I guess, and just more calm. So I've been practicing morning routine for probably about four years and it, it changes every now and then a little bit, you know, adapting to the circumstances or to my life progressing. But this element of breathing and meditation and actually actually, it's a yoga sequence it's, um, it's For me, it's a fixed element since early 2020, and it really turned out to be this absolute rock. And I think it's so powerful, or why it's so powerful, this two things. Um, it's that through breathing and meditation, you're cutting through the thinking spiral. And the thinking spiral, I guess, you know, reading the news, for example, and discussing with friends and family about the Corona topic, and it's just like you—it's—it it's, can be really hard to get out of it, although you want to. And that's why I think focusing on your breath or meditating really helps you to cut that cord and just to let it go for a while. And I don't see many other things that can do that that efficiently or that easily accessible at least. And the other thing that why meditation and breathing is so powerful, I guess, is the connection to a greater force that you're establishing. And you're able to through it to create a certainty within. And I guess that's so essential in these times where it feels like all our apparent outer certainties are falling away and the securities we're so used to or the well apparent securities um, we used to fall away. And it is this spiritual connection you're cultivating with the meditation that's making it so powerful. And some people will probably back off and say, ooh, spiritual. But it's it's that. Um, it's this connection to a greater source or a greater force that holds this ultimate power and fearlessness and freedom. And that is major in these times, to my mind. So... Just to give you another example, uh, when I was talking before, so some mornings I woke up like really with a scattered mind and my heart was beating faster than normal. And some mornings I also felt kind of overwhelmed and I didn't really want to get up. But And I struggled with myself, but then I rem- remembered my practice and I said to myself, well, just let yourself fall into your breath just let yourself fall into your breath, it can't be that hard and so I got up and made a warm water and rolled up my yoga mat and started stretching out and falling in and really just falling into my breath and that was kind of it was just this comforting space that was there for me and that kind of held me and kind of (laughs) told me or whispered to me, it's all good, it's all good. You can just be here and you don't have to think about anything else. So if you don't have your own meditation or your own yoga sequence you can work with, it's super fine to just start with, starting with breathing in the morning. So when you get up Just sit cross-legged on the floor or on a chair or on your couch and just start breathing into your belly because belly breaths are really grounding so you would breathe into your nose and out through your nose into your belly and There's also a breathing exercise you can do. It's really grounding and calming for the mind so um, You sit there, as I said, cross-legged or on a chair, both feet on the ground. And just start with a few like breaths, natural breaths in and out of the belly. And then you would inhale for six and exhale for six. So inhale, it would be one, two, three, four, five, six. And then you exhale for six, one two three four five six and you do that for five rounds and then you inhale for six one two three four five six out for six one two three four five six And then you hold out your breath for four counts, one, two, three, four. And you do that for five rounds as well. So first it is inhale for six, exhale for six, five times. And then it is inhale for six, exhale for six. And after the exhale, hold your breath out for four counts. And you do that also five rounds. And if this is also too much (laughs) and you can't or you don't dare yet to breathe or to meditate, then just really break it down to the basics. Do the core of the morning routine. That's what, what I call the core of my morning routine. It's make yourself a cup of coffee and just sit in stillness that's it sit in stillness with your favorite hot drink for 15 minutes or 30 minutes and just be with yourself and this is before anything this is before the news and before emails and messages and whatever it is on the phone so this is really that time for yourself and that's the space you want and that's the space you want to cultivate to go through the day, you know, sanely and empowered. And let me know how you go if you've never done it before. So the second way to calm down, soothe your nervous system and anchor yourself is walks at the beach. Oh, well, it was at least walks at the beach until a few days ago for me, but walks outside will do the same trick these days and i know even walks outside can be a privilege these days so um if you can do it good if you can't just open your window let the sunshine in just breathe in the fresh air and connect with nature in a way that's that's possible but if you can walk outside i know it's a classic and it's nothing new i'm telling here It's really good to have that movement outside and to get some fresh air and that really does magic. And if it's warm enough, also take off your shoes for some extra grounding. So put your bare feet into grass or soil or sand and that really gives you like some extra grounding to it. The third way would be or is for me, listening to my body and also my mind and soul. It's about being more gentle with myself. And it's really about creating space and taking pressure off. I It's almost two weeks ago, there was this day when I woke up, I woke up dizzy and cold. And I wanted to do my yoga, but I Kind of couldn't because the first forward fold I attempted, I was almost falling over, and so instead I went under the shower, had a hot shower, and that's when it clicked. It clicked, and I thought, okay, this situation is affecting me, and that day I took all to do's off my to-do list I made something to eat and I went for a shopping run but then in the afternoon I basically only sat on the couch and answered a few emails and just didn't do anything any of the to do's I had on my to-do list and simply creating this space helped me I guess deal with it and do the first step of processing it and so slowing down and making space can be a really can be a game changer these days I think and be aware or try to do things that nourish you. So for example if you feel kind of tired or exhausted maybe not go for a run but do some slow stretching or postpone some work stuff or household chores and just rest or play with your children. Um, You can also, another example would be cancelling, you know, a date or a call with friends when you really feel that you need time for yourself. So really listen what your body needs and what your mind needs and create that extra space and do things that nourish you. Um, What helped me or what helps me also a lot is cooking a grounding and warming meal once a day. So not just eating cold food, but really cooking something nourishing for yourself and your loved ones. For example, um, root vegetables or um, roasted in the oven or in a curry and warming spices like cumin and cinnamon. That's really good. And I think that that's really nourishing our heart these days. And also allow yourself to take extra naps. I mean, last week, I think there were three afternoons, I simply took a nap because I knew if I feel tired now, my body needs the rest. And you don't know what's happening next these days. You really don't know. So if you can take the time, take the rest um, to be prepared, basically, and to be fit and have a good immune system. The fourth way to calm down and soothe your nervous system is really connected to to the one before. It's taking time to process. And for me this really goes more into feeling your feelings and accepting the situation. So this is a surreal situation for us and um, I think for most of us it's something completely new. And a friend of mine, she put it really well the other day when I, I chatted with her on the phone. She said, well, inside, it's so normal. You know, you're just doing your stuff inside your home. But once you go outside, it's so different. It's not normal. And I guess that's part of this surrealness of the situation and dealing with that and Taking the time to process this new reality is really crucial, I find. So the first thing in here would be feel your feelings. Make space for them and take note of them. It's okay to feel not okay. And it's okay to feel anxious because you've never been there or you've never been in such an intense situation. And what helps me is journaling. So write down how you feel, write down the ups and downs, the relaxed and the anxious, and maybe even make it a routine, schedule in time of the day or say, hey, you know, every day I try to set aside 30 minutes to just write. And that's really, writing is a really great way to become clear about things and, you know, to acknowledge things and to accept them because when you're writing things down it's basically like speaking out loud and talking about something you know it's it's have the way of acceptance or have the way of manifestation when you tell friends or family about plans it's 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 getting more manifest and the same's happening when you're writing and you're writing down how you feel it's it's kind of manifesting for you and helping you to process it and the other thing you can do to um to better process all of this is just to sit in stillness and contemplate and i know this is very similar to a morning routine to sitting in stillness but you could really do that any time of the day and you know just yeah again creating this this extra space and then we have way number five to calm down and anchor yourself and you know create the needed headspace these days it's winding down so when we started in the morning with the morning routine just creating that space for you having that space and time for you it's the same basically in the evening and in the evening it's crucial because sleep and rest are crucial and they're essential for your mind, but also for your body and your immune system. So you really want to, you know, calm down your nervous system and calm down the thinking mind. And the first tip I can give you, this is really a, a big one for me. It works so well. It's if you can shut down all devices around dinner time or maybe just after dinner time so you don't deal with emails or messages or other computer stuff or the news for at least two hours before going to bed and that really helps to de-stress and wind down and that's something I, I don't always do but um, I... I come back to it for periods of time and um, although, you know, in normal times, not crazy times, it's it's really, it's so simple and so effective. The other thing is listening when you're in bed, maybe listen to something that doesn't agitate you, that doesn't agitate you in any way. So I listen to certain podcasts that I find interesting, but are they, that are not too stimulant for myself. Um meditation and stretching are really good. That is also a nice nice way to to wind down, you know, you could just do some simple stretching on your yoga mat right before going to bed or meditation. And the last thing that I find a really nice addition to well to to basically accompany this wind down ritual is essential oils. So I diffuse essential oils, um, lavender is probably my favorite for nighttime. It's great for sleep. So helping you fall asleep and it's also good for immunity. And then I also like geranium and clary sage. So yeah, just adding in some essential oils in the nighttime can be really nice. And these are my five ways to calm down, soothe my nervous system and really anchor myself in these uncertain times. And yeah, as I said, the morning routine or the part of breathing and meditation, that's really my absolute rock. That's helping me to create this inner certainty and the solace and the stability that we cannot find externally. Not not just now but especially now we feel like we need this anchor. So um, yeah, I hope these tips are helpful for you. If they help you or if you find them powerful, Please do me a favor and share them with others. Share them with friends and family and anyone who might um, benefit from them, who you know is um, like has got a spinning mind or is like hyperventilating these days. <laughs> so share share this episode with them. And yeah, I hope you are all keeping up well. And I'm always grateful for feedback and uh, and just a. Uh, simple hello. So if you like, send me a message and stay safe and healthy. Much love.